welcome back to the Running in Circles podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Emily Venters. Emily just wrapped up her collegiate career at the University of Utah with a second place finish in the 10K and a third place finish in the 5K Outdoor Nationals. She followed this up with a seventh place finish in the 10K at the USATF National Championship last week and is hoping to continue pursuing her dreams of running outside of college. So without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Emily Venters. So just to start it off right now with the NCAA season being over, what does your day-to-day look like now with summer training? And I'm assuming you're doing USAs. Yeah, so I'm getting back. Well, I guess I didn't didn't take a break. I just took a, a couple easy days um, after nationals. Um, I was actually more tired than I thought I was going to be afterwards. Um, I think running 5K and 10K at regionals and then at nationals was a lot more than I I thought it was going to be, um, but now I'm getting back into the swing of things, like normal routine with workouts, because, yeah, I'm going to run USAs, and I'm excited for that. Do you like the school aspect while training, or because it kind of, I know some people like it because it kind of takes their mind off of all things running, but do you like the school aspect, or are you kind of glad it's over? Um, yeah, I'm definitely glad to be done with school. <clears throat> I mean, after doing it for six years, well, I mean, obviously, since I was a little kid, I'm I'm glad to be done with school for the foreseeable future, yes. Um, but, like, in place of that, I also have a job that I do on the side. And, and so I think that that helps me um, take my mind off of running as well in place of school. Where do you work? Um, I work at a place called Restore. Um, we do, like, there's, like, cryotherapy, red light therapy. It's kind of like a health and wellness, like, store with like those kind of modalities and it's super nice because I'm able to use them as well. What were you majoring in at Utah? Um, So I actually I graduated from Colorado with um, my degree in integrative physiology and um, with that I was hoping that maybe I'd go on to like nursing school or, or PA school sometime in the future but didn't do that obviously came to Utah started my master's of public health here um, and actually didn't really like it at all. So after the first year, I just decided that <clears throat> I wasn't going to continue on in the master's. And so I switched and, and I was just taking like classes to be eligible, basically. Um, so it, it's been pretty chill for me this year. So if, assuming <laughs> if you don't go pro, what's the ideal job? Um, I actually like my dream job is to work for Stryker. Uh, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like one of the world's largest biomedical device companies. Um, and my dream job within that would be like to work um, with one of their new robots that they have that is performing surgeries. Um, so basically, I would be like the one who is the most knowledgeable on like how to operate the robot. And I would go into the surgery room um, and help teach the surgeon how the robot works and just make sure that everything goes smoothly with that. So I don't know. I think it's super cool. Um, kind of combining like my interest in being in a hospital and medical field, but like not going to medical school. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I've never heard of that before, but that's cool. Yeah. So what other than running right now is filling your time? What are some of the hobbies in summertime? Um, yeah, good question. <laughs> I mean, I'm working, so that fills up some of my time for sure. And then other than that, I've been going to like I really have been into music, like, and I found my love for music again. 
um, kind of through my boyfriend as well. Um, so we've been going to some concerts, uh, like outdoors and it, that's fun, like on the weekends. And then other than that, I'm trying to get into rock climbing, um, <laughs> uh, a new hobby for me that I don't know, I think would be fun to try. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then I have like a bachelorette party that I'm going to and I don't know, some like random trips here and there might go camping, but I mean, running, running does make me tired. And so takes up some time for sure. What concerts do you go to and what's the dream concert? <laughs> um, I go to like a lot of house like shows. So I don't know if you know house music, EDM, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. I think, uh, my dream would be to go to Tomorrowland in the Netherlands. It's like a huge festival. Awesome. But we'll see if that ever happens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you've been to, you've gone to three separate colleges starting at Boise State and then Colorado and Utah, like we were kind of talking about before. But can you kind of talk me through going through all those transfers, kind of just what was the thought process? Mm -hmm. um, so my first transfer was mainly for academic reasons i would say like i so i grew up in lawrence kansas and that's where the university of kansas is so my interpretation of like a division one school was just based off of that primarily and so i kind of thought that everywhere i went would be similar to that and have that same feel like it um at ku but at boise it kind of felt like i was like at a, a commuter school or community college and I just didn't really like that. I wanted to be at a bigger school where I felt like, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess my perception of how I wanted college to be wasn't what it was at Boise. Um, but I absolutely loved my friends from there. And I honestly, looking back in hindsight, maybe I shouldn't have left because things were going pretty well for the most part. Um, yeah. And like I said, like some of my best friends are from there. Like I'm going to be the maid of honor in one of their weddings coming up. And um, so my connections there are were really strong. And then, yeah, so then I left and I went to Colorado. Uh, I don't know, Colorado had been on my list coming out of high school as well. And it was also closer to home. So it was like a seven hour drive for my parents and it's super easy drive. <laughs> Very boring, but super easy. So they were super excited about that. And I was homesick too. And so it was nice to move a little closer and they were actually able to see me quite often. Um, um, and then at Colorado, I just, unfortunately, like, uh, lined up perfectly for me to get my first injury. And then from there, I struggled to get back on my feet and get out of the injury cycle. Um, and it was like some of the worst years of my life for sure. And really, really got close to qu quitting running altogether because it was just making me too depressed and it was too hard on my mental health. Um, but Obviously, I kept going. Uh, like, there was just something in me that was like, I, I don't want to give up on myself just yet. Um, so, finished my degree at Colorado, and it was sad because I did really enjoy my time in Boulder um, outside of the running, and I love my friends there as well. Um, but, yeah, I decided to come to Utah. Hadn't even visited or really knew anyone on the team. Um, but after, like, a a lot of phone calls with Kep like I just knew that it was going to be a really good place for me and a safe place and like a healthy environment for me to get back on my feet and that's what it's been and I'm really really glad that I came here and I'm yeah I'm, I'm sad that I didn't come here sooner.
from all that experience and specifically from going to Boise State in Colorado and kind of now being out of the years where you kind of were really struggling, what do you think you can take from that and going on to the future? Um, well, I mean, a lot of the injuries have to do with like um, underlying health issues. And so I've, I've resolved those health issues um, and my bone density is, is really good now. And that was like the main concern back at the time. Um, and something that, you know, a lot of people don't realize that they should be paying attention to. And I never realized really until I started getting hurt. <laughs> um, so that was a huge part of it. And then also uh, working with a psychologist has really helped me a lot. Just I'm able to, you know, express all my emotions and thoughts and bounce them off of someone who is unbiased. And that is something that really benefited me and I still use today. Um, and then I would say like the biggest thing too is like in a good way, I've taught myself to care less um you know I already I of course I put a lot of pressure on myself but like I have learned to sort of handle the pressure better and not let myself get as anxious anymore you know I sometimes when I line up for a race I the, the outcome is what the outcome is on the day and I know I'm going to give it my best but like I can't worry that it's going to be bad you know and if it is it's not my day I have to roll with it so I think just like learning to change my mindset a little bit of like if it doesn't go my way every single time like I'm still a, a good person and I still have things that make me me without running if you were talking to someone who maybe is a freshman in college and just finished their year but is looking to transfer what advice would you give to them in that um, yeah that's a good process. question um I would say don't choose a school because it's flashy or like um, because people tell you that you should go there. Choose a school that you think, I guess, choose a school based on like if you think that you can really work with the coaches and you feel like that they're, you have a very healthy relationship with them and you feel like they'll treat you as a person, not just a number. Um, that was like that's something that I really value now. Um, and I can tell you know based off of a phone call like how I feel like a coach is going to treat me um and it obviously a lot of them think that it's like a business and that's how sports are a lot of times and they treat their athletes just as numbers but I think finding a coach that um you feel truly cares about you and wants you to be happy um as a whole is really important coming out of high school being pretty dominant and a multi-time state champ did you feel kind of a lot of pressure going to d1 school and how did you kind of manage that I don't think so um I think I was just really excited at the time because um I was going yeah I chose Boise State and I was like super excited because it was a program on the rise and I was really looking forward to you know adding to that and helping them reach a new level and what we did there was really exciting um and I'm, I'm still super grateful that I was able to add to that history and, you know, be with a great group of women in doing that. But yeah, I didn't, I don't think I felt a lot of pressure. I was just excited to be surrounded by other really good women and push myself to a new level. From all the college years, what would you say is one of your favorite memories? Mm. <laughs> That's hard. I would probably say either my sophomore fall season at Boise State um, when we played sixth as a team uh, at nationals. Yeah. We just had a really close group of women, like all seven of us were really good friends. And 
I think it was, yeah, the most fun I've ever had in a cross country season. And like, that's definitely the season that I will cherish the most probably. Um, then yeah, cross country is just special in general. So yeah, I would probably say that along with like this past year as well. I think it's been just really exciting to see myself grow in different ways and um, exceed my expectations that I and kind of reach a new height that I didn't really think was possible two years ago. And then doing it alongside with my one of my really close friends, Simone. Um, it's been really exciting to see her as well grow and flourish into this excellent runner. And um, I mean, Utah as a whole, like, I think our team has just, um, yeah, and again, risen to another level that they haven't been at before. And so it's setting the bar for like younger people. And I'm excited to see where, where they can take it. Mm. Can you take me through your start in the sport and your first experience with it? Ooh. Yeah, back in middle school, I guess I would, I ran track. I mean, not that seriously because I was a competitive swimmer for most of the time uh, for like eight years. And I kind of thought I wanted to do that in college. Um, but I did, I would run track in middle school, pretty good at it. <laughs> um, got pretty close to breaking five, I think, in middle school. And then my parents were like, you needed to run cross country in high school. And I was like, no, I really don't want to. I just want to swim. Like, <laughs> so it was kind of them, honestly, that pushed me into it. And then I won state as a freshman in cross country. And I was like, okay, actually, I really like this. And I'm really good at it. And it's coming a lot easier to me than swimming did. So I, yeah, decided to stop swimming and just do running. And yeah, since then, that's what it's been. And I'm really glad that I have yeah been on this journey because I'll say too running is a lot in my opinion more fun than swimming because at least you're outside and not staring at the bottom of a pool do you do you miss the swimming at all now or do you kind of just not no it's actually funny like even when I have to cross train like I dread going to swim I I don't know I think I just burnt myself out because they start you with doing doubles at such a young age and so it's just a lot of time in the pool. Yeah, I used to swim a little bit as well. And it was just, it's just too much. Like, I think too much swimming, honestly. It's just it yeah. like out, hours practice. I just cannot. I know. And in college, like, I swear they do like a two hour double in the morning and then a two hour one in the evening. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're spending like a lot of your day just in the chlorine. Yeah, it's wild. No. <laughs> what is your favorite type of workout to do before a big race? Oh, before a big race, uh, my favorite workout is like a, a lumberjack kind of version thing. Um, we sort of do like some threshold and then we'll do 400s at race pace and then threshold 400s at race pace. So something like that along those lines, um, a mix of some threshold or critical velocity with some race pace stuff. What advice would you give to people who want to be successful in running? Um, I would say that finding who you are outside of a running is super important so that if something like, say, you get an injury um, or, yeah, you just aren't running well for a while, that your whole world isn't just shattered because I think that I've I, I mean, I have let myself get that, like, where my whole identity is wrapped up in me as a runner. And so, like, at Colorado, I had a really hard time when I 
couldn't race and I couldn't run. It was like, I don't know who I am. And like, you know, I feel felt I felt like everyone around me was disappointed because like that was my identity. But in, in hindsight, they really weren't. It was just me thinking that. And so I think now I've sort of tried to find other things outside of running that make me who I am so that when that something does happen like that again, which obviously it's probably bound to happen that, you know, you go through a rough patch or like you have a little injury. But I think just, yeah, being able to remember that you're more than a runner is super important and a good lesson. Mm. How do you think you kind of keep yourself in check? I guess I would say if you're maybe it's at like a super intense point where you're like training for like, for example, the NCAA championship, how do you think you keep yourself in check and make sure it's not all running? Honestly, by not talking about running outside of practice. And I feel like the people I surround myself with help me immensely with that. Like people don't think of me as just a runner who I surround myself with. Um, and yeah, I I don't need to talk about it outside of practice and so I think that's been important for me to do um and then same thing like with me and my coach like we don't really discuss the race unless I want to discuss the race coming up and that again will be at practice and nothing else outside of that I try to let myself like not think about it and I just try and keep my same routine regardless of what the race is um and so yeah that's probably been the most important thing is just like keeping my normal routine and not trying to change it or like you know be like I need to go to bed earlier than normal or like whatnot like just keeping it how it is is the best thing moving on to a few would you rathers here would would you rather be forced to listen to the same 10 songs on repeat for the rest of your life or be forced to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life probably mm, the same five movies maybe because I like music more than movies. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's basically just which one you like more. But yeah. yeah. But would you rather always have to hop around on one foot or always have to squat wherever you go? <laughs> uh, like you have to squat when you walk or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, you have to squat when you walk. I guess this is this is might in somebody's running career. I guess I don't know how. Fast I mean, both of them might. Yeah. I guess squat maybe because I feel like hopping on one foot, like you're bound to probably break something at some. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather have a time machine or a teleporter? Ooh. A teleport, probably. Yeah, because I like. I feel like I'm super bad at making decisions sometimes. So like, I wish sometimes I could go into my future and see what was going on so that I could make the right decision. Yeah, I don't want to mess with the time continuum loop or whatever. I've seen the movies. I don't want to. I feel like I would definitely like mess something up if I go back into the past or something. Yeah, like leave the past as the past. Yeah. Would you rather have to speak in rhyme for the rest of your life or have to speak in riddles for the rest of your life? Wait, speak and run? Speak in rhymes or riddles for the rest of your oh, life? Oh, probably rhymes. I don't know. Yeah, both is both would be interesting. I think the riddles might, it'd be hard to have a conversation if somebody can't solve a riddle. <laughs> yeah, it's someone not... would get really, well, both in both 
someone get would get very annoyed at me in either situation. Yeah. Well, well I just that's all. Not to talk. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Running in Circles. If you enjoyed it, please consider leaving a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts because it literally takes less than 10 seconds and really helps me out as I continue to try to make the best podcast I can. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton, and I'll see you next time on Running in Circles.